There it is. You heard it, folks. That is the sound to the bell for round number five of fight number three. Pacific Ghost Boxing. Here we go, folks. Punches and bunches. Shoe shines in the corner. Hot sauce to the ribs. When in doubt, stick it out. Ranchos al hígado. Duro, duro, duro. Pacific Ghost Boxing. Alfonso Ruiz with Rick Prado. Rick, what's up, man? How's it going, man? You know, just ready for this weekend. You know, we've got four. It was, it was originally five. <laughs> Big shows this weekend. Yeah. And looking forward to those. Yeah, I know. And by the way, I had um neglected the when in doubt stick it out as yeah. part of the, you know, the opening spiel there. Yeah. And the reason I remembered it is that our guy Adam Lopez uh-huh. is in action this Saturday and it was his trainer, Buddy McGirt. Mm-hmm. That kept yelling that when he was fighting uh, Louis uh, King Korea. Uh, yeah, I think his nickname was called when he kept yelling when when in doubt stick it out, referring of course to the jab. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, man. So here's the deal. Uh, like you said, so this Saturday we've got four major four cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I said four major. Let me let me let me back back check <laughs> that. Okay, not four major cards. You got four cards. Okay, yeah. a total of twenty four fights. Um, and of the four, there are uh, of the four cards. There are going to be four championship fights, okay. uh, you know, sprinkled between uh, those four cards. Well, um, and the reason why I didn't say major, right? Because one of them is out of Mexico, and um, the main event is, of course, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. against uh, Anderson Silva, uh-huh. and then of course uh, his dad, Senior, against uh, Hector Camacho. So that's probably the one card that you can put an asterisk on, right? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have the uh, the fighters that are. Current fighters, right? You know the the the, the ones that uh, you know are contenders right now. Yeah. Now the guys that are on the card would argue different, right? Yeah. But you know it is what it is. of the, of the of the four cards, that's probably the one that's probably the most insignificant with regards to like real fighters. Mm-hmm. Let's just say fighters of any relevance. Yeah. Right. But that's probably got. But by the way, and the way it'll work out, that card will probably draw the most fans. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. It, it may or may not. You know, I yeah. think they, they priced it at uh, thirty nine ninety nine, but yeah. uh, that's not too bad. Yeah, if it weren't for Instagram, you know, yeah. we probably wouldn't know that this was going on. Yeah, I know, I know, right. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of the four cards, that one is the one that's more of the novelty, right? Yeah. And then of course you got the um, the ESPN card, mm-hmm. the DAZN card, and the uh, the Showtime card, yeah. right? Which we're gonna get to. Okay, so we're gonna cover all those. Okay, we won't cover all twenty four fights, but we yeah. will cover each card and we will give you our opinion because here's the thing and this is this is uh, apt to happen in these situations Rick the main event in these cards is uh is probably not going to be the best or even the most competitive fight no yeah most of these cards you know there there's a fight or or two yeah that we're really interested in that mm-hmm. probably more than the 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 main event well yep we pretty much know what's going to happen in the main events. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if I wanted to rattle off the uh, the odds, I mean, yeah. The, yeah, the favorite in each of those fights, it's like it's not even close. Yeah. It's a landslide. Now, that being said, Jared Hurd was favored a couple of weeks uh-huh. ago, and he lost, right? But um, I don't think that's going to happen yeah, no. with these particular guys. Yeah, so from a fight fan's perspective, it's really the undercard mm-hmm. on these fights, right? There's a couple. Now, some of them are not necessarily – there's a few that are competitive, but some of them are just intriguing, Yeah. right? Like I'll give you one, right? Here's one teaser. Uh, the uh, I think they're fighting at super middleweight, uh, Bechdemir against Gabriel Rosado, okay? Yeah. 
Bektamir is favored big time in that mm-hmm. fight, okay? But that's one that would be very interesting because you've got the young, up-and-coming lion, right? Yeah. And then you kind of got the, I'm just going to say it, he's kind of the professional resident gatekeeper now, mm-hmm. coming off of a great performance, though, against Daniel Jacobs, right? Yeah. So that makes for a very interesting fight, and that's what we're talking about, right? That's on the undercard of the uh, the Mungia card. Uh-huh. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. So we're going to break those down, folks, okay? So by the time the podcast is done, okay, you'll be well-educated, okay, on which fights that you need to be tuned in on for the entire weekend, mm-hmm. okay? We'll even break down the time so you got an idea on how to, how to kind of uh, schedule your day Yeah. if you got stuff going on, you know what I mean? Um, round five, Rick, round five, um, you know, we always cover mm-hmm. a significant fight or a fight that, um, we remembered. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you mentioned you've got a fight yeah. for round five. So what do you got? No, for, for the, uh, round five, we have a fifth round knockout by, uh, Felix Trinidad yeah. over William Joppy. Mm-hmm. And, um, this was to become the, um, WBA, uh, middleweight champion and then this was the fight leading into the uh, bernard hopkins fight oh wow wow what year was that you said uh 2001 wow uh, may 12th of 2001 madison square garden okay um this was the fight that uh you know trinidad got to 40 and 0 okay interesting was that trinidad's first fight at 160 yeah yeah okay Uh, the the fight before uh he had fought um fernando vargas okay and after that fight he moved up Okay, and that was in 91, huh? No, 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 2001. Oh, in 2001. Yeah, yeah no no wonder. Yeah, and at, and um and by the way, uh you know, William Joppy was was no slouch, right? No. Cuz he- heading into that fight, um he'd only lost. He only lost one fight to uh, Julio Cesar Green. Um so he'd only had one loss. Yeah, no. It, it wasn't uh and and well, it turned out to be an easy fight. Yeah. But leading into it, you know, they 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 felt uh, it would be a pretty good challenge. Yeah. Well, and and it should have been because he was an you know he was an established um, pretty much an established middleweight go, heading mm-hmm. into that fight. So, yeah, man, no surprise by the way. The opportunity you get to uh, to pick uh-huh. a fight and it's uh, it involves Felix Trinidad. Well, you know, I, I give the fans what they want. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you though, right, with Felix Trinidad, quite honestly. And I'd have to look up, right, to just to make sure to validate. But they either they either went late or his knockouts, especially early in his career, they were done early. Okay, um, so it was one round, second round, mm-hmm. you know, or he was getting knocked out later in his career early too. But, anyways, yeah. um, good one, Rick. Good one to call out. Yeah. Um, he was only knocked out once, by the way. It yeah, was, I know, but it, but it was but it was pretty devastating. You yeah. know, it was pretty devastating. That was against Bernard Hopkins, right? Yeah, in the twelfth round. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Um, I, I'm a fan of uh, of uh, I'm so of of a Tito Trinidad. I'm surprised. I'm telling you, especially given his financial condition uh-huh. and situation, which I would imagine is not great. That we haven't heard from him. Yeah, you know, you, right? you would think that uh, he would come out of retirement and uh, and fight somebody. Uh, De La Hoya, you, you know. know yeah. I know you got some De La Hoya news Hoya, coming up, but that that um, would be a perfect dance partner, you know, man. But yeah, you know, Trinidad. He he did have a recent victory against the. Uh, Banco uh, yeah. Popular in uh, Puerto Rico, so yeah. um, I think he, you know, he's g- gonna get some of his money back. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But seriously, right? With everything, all the exhibitions, yeah. and you know, we didn't even cover it last time. But um, 
And it was even local, by the way. It was the last weekend where uh, Marco Antonio Herrera, uh-huh. I think he fought an exhibition against uh, Jesus Soto Carras, uh-huh. right? That was in Pico Rivera. And then it was, you know, leading into it, um, yes. you know, Eric Morales that's comes right. in the ring after. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's setting up for a big fight, yeah. you know? I mean, so yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised <laughs> at Trinidad. Um, I watched episode one of uh, of The Kings, Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get caught up on that. Yeah, definitely do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they came out. I think the second one came out. If they have, I haven't seen it mm-hmm. yet. But I like it so far. Um, a lot of good old footage. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of classic footage of uh, of all of them, really. Um, but stuff that I had not seen on Tommy Hearns, kind of in the Olympics. They showed uh, clips of the fight when he actually lost to Aaron Pryor, the Hawk. Okay. Um, uh, you get to see Marvin uh, Marvelous Hagler with hair, right? Um, yeah, kind of interesting because they um, they don't paint back in the day, right? Sugar Ray Leonard was kind of the poster boy of all of those mm-hmm. guys, right? He was the one with the endorsements, and, and they showed that, that he was one of the first, almost like he set the stage for Michael Jordan yeah. with the 7-Up commercials and his son, right? So they're definitely depicting him as as almost the entitled one, and and the other guys, right, had to, had to you know, kind of go through the hard path, right, mm-hmm. and earn their way to that opportunity. So they definitely don't. I'm not going to say they paint Leonard in a negative light, but they definitely don't put him in a positive light either, mm-hmm. right? So the first episode um, ends with the um, with Duran beating Leonard, okay. okay? And they got some good folks, to, you know, commentating. Teddy Atlas yeah. is in that. Um, it's a who's who as far as the boxing commentators. Um, so I, I, so far, so good. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting once they get to the, uh, the Hagler-Leonard. You know, yes. Probably, that'll probably be episode... Yeah. Four, probably. You would think. You would think yeah. that would be at the end, yeah, because I'd love to see more, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes type of yeah. discussions that took place on that one. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty interesting, you know, the way they, you know, the first episode was really about introducing each of them, kind of where they're from, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I had read the book uh, on Roberto Duran by the by the great uh, Christian Judice, so I knew his story probably, I know his story better than most, mm-hmm. but it was still a sight to see because, you know, when he beat Leonard, and when he got back um, to uh, to Panama, I mean, well, you'll see in the episode. Yeah. Well, like I said, the book describes it amazingly, but then you see it on video. You know, you're talking just you know thousands, yeah, not five or ten thousand, Rick. But I'm talking you know twenty, thirty thousand, and they literally had parades for him, and you know, and that's where he went yeah. wrong, right? Because that led into the second fight, which was like you know four, three months after something uh-huh. like that. But, yeah, man, you know, you, you get a lot of details, you know, the partying he did, um, I mean, and everything else. Like, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. And that's the thing about boxing, though, right? That's why we love boxing so much um, is, you know, so here's a guy who's a boxer, right? You say, well, he's just a fighter, but he conquered Sugar Ray Leonard, and the whole country greets him when he comes back, man. Yeah. No, it. Uh, that doesn't you know, happen in other sports. No. No, okay, you don't, you don't that, that, that just doesn't happen. Like, you know, the United States basketball team, when they when they won gold, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we weren't Americans. We weren't swarming at the airport uh, no, no, when they I, came back. And that's right? for whole teams. You know, for right. one guy, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For one guy, one fighter who happened to beat, you know, somebody, you get just everything just stopped, man. Yeah. So I loved it. Um, good stuff. So, all right, a um, lot of news going on this week, Rick. A lot of stuff going on in boxing. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to cover all of the news. We're going to cover all the fights. Make sure you're set up and you understand which ones are the competitive fights. Pacific Coast Boxing, we'll be right back.
as if it goes boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado are back. All right, Rick, a lot going on in the world of boxing, a lot of movement, a lot of transactional news. So let's get into it as well as, well as some results. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll start with uh, last weekend's um, ESPN card. Uh, it was uh, Shakur Stevenson. Yep. Uh, getting a unanimous decision victory over uh, Jeremiah Nakathila. Yeah. And uh, Stevenson improves to 16 and 0 with mm-hmm. uh, eight KOs. Yeah, I mean, and you know, again, right? With like, like that's a shocker. We knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. No surprise there, yeah. right? So that of course sets up the kind of the domino effect of what's happening next in the 130 pound division, right? Yeah. Which is, he is going to wait to fight the winner of what looks like to be um, Oscar Valdez, correct? Yeah. Against uh, I can't pronounce his name. It's he. Conseo? Yeah, Conseo. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to be heavily favored in that, yeah. right? So the idea there, what Bob Aram is trying to do, right, is basically set up a huge fight in 2022 for Valdez and Shakur Stevenson, right? Yeah. So the, that would be uh, kind of the end uh, result of everything. Uh, yeah. But watching this fight, I, I, I do worry a little yeah. bit about Stevenson's power. Yeah. You know, he, he's going to need to uh, improve his power just to mm-hmm. kind of keep people honest. You yeah. Know, I think... Uh, you know, he gets in a fight with, mm-hmm. uh, say, uh, Miguel Burchelt. Yeah. You know, at one thirty. Yeah. You know, he's just not going to have. You know, eventually he might get caught, and who yeah. knows how well of a punch you know he can take. Yeah, I mean, his obviously he's going to have to rely on his boxing mm-hmm. skills, his speed, right, yeah. his elusiveness, all that stuff. I mean, that's what he brings to the table. Yeah. Right. So that's why I think you know he may even be favored if he fights mm-hmm. a guy like Valdez. Yeah, and it's one of those where. It uh, it's just not exciting for the fans to see, right? You know, it's more of a yeah, you know, kind of like a Mayweather light. But mm-hmm. I I feel like Mayweather had more power. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, yeah. I I mean, I'm watching the fight, and I gotta be honest with you. You know, you just kind of start changing it around. Yeah, because it was just like one round repeated uh-huh. twelve times. It was you know, yeah, he not did, very entertaining. He, he did say he wasn't feeling well, and you yeah, know, he 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 promised a better performance in the next uh, his next fight. Yeah. Um, Jose Pedraza on this card. Mm-hmm. Um, he got an eighth round knockout over uh, Julian Rodriguez. Yep. Um, so you know could lead to uh, bigger fights for him. Yeah, at the 140 pound division, yeah. right? Yeah. We'll see if he's if he's legitimate. Yeah. Again. Um, and this guy was very impressive. Uh, yeah. Xander Zayas. Yep. Yes. You know had a uh, knockout over Larry Fryers. Yes. You know now he's nine and zero, seven yeah. knockouts, and uh, very impressive. Yeah, yeah, they're talking about right. They're talking about pairing, about putting him and Berlanga on the same card, uh-huh. um, on the um, in the Puerto Rican holiday. Yeah, right, which would be huge, right? And uh-huh. then uh, putting them both at Madison Square Garden. No, yeah, that would. That yeah. Would be great. yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Right. Heck, I we would I would even love to attend that. Yeah. Just to be there. I, yeah, I could talk to some people, see maybe yeah, we can see what get, we can do. Okay. Maybe we can get you on a float. Yeah. <laughs> you know, during the parade. Yeah, that'd be great, man. <laughs> yeah. I have as much credibility as you would being there <laughs> as a Puerto Rican, that's for sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, in, in now in boxing news, yeah. uh, you know, definitely a lot of fights, you know, starting to get made. Uh the uh fights are starting to get worked on. Uh, Anthony Joshua versus Usyk. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be September 25th. Yeah. Um, there is a rematch clause, and mm-hmm. it'll be in London. That's good. Yeah. It's crazy because all of these guys that we've been talking about that, you know, um, the fights are not being made mm-hmm. for one reason or another, it looks like we're going to see them fight once this whole year. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, unheard of, man. And, get, you know, get, yeah, getting to another guy who mm-hmm. 
you know, same same kind of deal. Yeah. Terrence Crawford, he's gonna yeah. have a fight in October. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be his uh his last fight with uh, top rank. Yeah. Um, you know, he may be able to renegotiate that, but yeah. uh, pretty much another wasted year for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't be considered amongst the pound for pound, um, best in the world. Mm-hmm. When when you're as in, you know when when you have the inactivity that he does, Rick, yeah. you can't again compare it to Canelo, who's fighting you know like every three months, yeah. right? And fighting champions, you can question you know the the uh, the caliber of the opponent, certainly with Elidrum, but other but these these are the guys that are in front of him. Yeah. So yeah, I mean here's one of the supposable best fighters today, and we're going to see him maybe once this year, and we don't even know who the opponent is going to be. Yeah, and he's and he's getting closer to his mid thirties, yeah. as opposed to his younger thirties, yeah. Um, today was the, uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah. Deontay Wilder press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I watched the whole thing. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> there was a five minute stare down. Yeah. Um, Deontay Wilder refused to answer any questions. He yeah. just quickly came out. Yeah. Read a poem mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, sat there with his headphones on. Yeah. You had none of the, um, None of the uh, none of the bomb squad, right? Yeah. None of the really loud, right? Histrionics. None of the right. Uh-huh. All, all all the other shenanigans that he normally brings to these kind of events, yeah. right? Which which tells you what, Rick? That he's trying to send a message that he's all business. All business, and, right? Uh, yeah. It. Uh, the interesting thing was uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah. I guess he he used to spar with mm-hmm. uh, Deontay Wilder's. Uh, uh, tra- head trainer. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. he busted his eardrum as well as uh, yeah. De- uh, Deontay Wilder. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So he was calling him out yeah. for, you know, how are you going to teach him to do something that you couldn't do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you what would have been cool is if Wilder would have showed up with the same mask he had on from the previous fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. May as well have done that just to, like, just to hide all his emotions. Yeah. You know? But... Whatever, man, you know, and maybe it's going to work, right? Because he definitely needs to have, you know, here's the thing. Whatever he was doing before wasn't working. Yeah. Right? With the loudness, you know, mm-hmm. all the charades, the bomb squad, right? Clearly it didn't work. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, that act is done, right? So I get it. So maybe he's saying, you know what, let me turn the page and try something different. Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing the serious, the focused, right? So yeah. you know, DeAndre we'll- Wilder. Yeah. You know, you know, the closer that gets, you know, it uh, he still has that one punch knockout. Yeah. You know, but uh, Fury said that uh, his trainer said now he's taught him how to with that one punch knockout. Yeah. And then he's going to knock Wilder out with uh, one punch. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to knock him out with one punch, but I agree that he's going to knock him out. Yeah. It's not going to make a difference, Rick. You know, yeah. he, he's uh, I mean, again, he um, he almost beat him the first time. Uh-huh. When Fury was, you know, coming yeah. back from a big layoff and having all of the personal issues, completely demolished him the second fight, right? And by the way, Fury looks fun in phenomenal physical shape. Yeah. So what the heck is Wilder going to do uh, different? No, yeah. Even, uh, you know, Fury said he, he wanted to put on weight. He wanted yeah. to be closer to 300 pounds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, just to have the, uh, just yeah. the size advantage. Yeah. I mean, he got rid of Mark Breland, mm-hmm. you know. Can't wait. Yeah. What date did they say that one is? Uh, that one is uh, July twenty fourth. Oh wow, that's right. That's pretty. That's pretty in, soon then. Yeah, Vegas, huh? Yeah. That, Have they released tickets for that? That one will be in Vegas. I think uh, either it might have been today. It might be tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, let's keep it. Let's keep an eye on that one. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, July twenty fourth. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing about that one. Um, 
could be the same day that they're doing WrestleMania. Oh no! I kidding. know. I know. There's a there's yeah. a big fight. Yeah. In uh, not WrestleMania, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's either this date or or the Pacquiao Spence. Okay. But both are in, in Vegas the same day. Interesting. Um, what do we got? We got uh, Connor Ben. Yeah. He signed a five year deal with the Zone. Okay. He's going to be fighting uh, Adrian Granados, um, July thirty first. Okay. So that fight got made. Mm-hmm. Um, Teofimo Lopez. You yeah. Know, he um his card was canceled because he contracted COVID. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, yeah, it sucks because you know. Yeah. The week of the fight, yeah. you know, at least, um, mm-hmm. you know, they were probably able to, but the whole, yeah, the whole card has been scrapped and, and moved to um, to August. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. He had also just signed a um, an extension with uh, Top Rank mm-hmm. that's going to pay him more of a, a higher base salary and then uh, more pay-per-views for him. Yeah, which again, which that's why, you know, you always have to take, especially with the promoters like Bob Arum says, right, with mm-hmm. the grain of salt, because remember Bob Arum had it with him. Yeah. Right. He says he doesn't even deal with the Teofimo Lopez. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Terrence Crawford. Uh-huh. That's the guy that he's completely yeah. said he's disassociated with. Right. However, right. Wasn't happy at all. Remember, um, Teofimo Lopez, they took his last fight to pay-per-view. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and they got like three million dollars for that. Right. Which is a lot more than what um, than what he was offered. Yeah. What he was offered. So this is good. Right. And yeah. I think that, you know, Bob Arum, uh, ESPN, I think they recognize that. Like this guy's the real deal. People really do want to watch him fight man no you know he's exciting you know he um he talks a good game and he backs it up yeah you know so you yeah. know there's not a lot of fighters that that do mm-hmm. that there's a lot yeah. of talking but then not backing it up in the ring yeah and again still right um one of the best is the virtuoso performance against lomachenko yeah. completely dismantled what many thought to be right one of the greatest fighters Mm-hmm. Ever three hundred ninety six and one, I think amateur record, right? Yeah. And here's uh, Teofimo Lopez in his what his fifteenth fight or something, yeah. And just completely dismantles him. Yeah, technically oh, impressive. Everything. Yep. Hope he gets better. Yeah. Um, Oscar Valdez, uh, he's gonna fight uh, Robson uh, Conceo. Yeah. Uh, we we, we uh, referred to that. Yeah. And not a great opponent. Opponent. I yeah. think he's uh, number fifteen by the WBO. Yeah. Uh, it'll be in Arizona, but they want to keep Valdez, you know, ready for you know the winner of uh, Stevenson and Herring. Yeah, and then the winner of all those fights right. will probably get Shakur. Yeah. Um. After that. Um. Yeah, yeah, and then you know any listen any fight that seemingly that Oscar Valdez is in is an entertaining fight. Yeah. So even though he may be the huge uh, favorite, mm-hmm. it's probably still going to be a decent fight. No, yeah, it'll be action-packed, and, yeah. uh, you know, he can always get caught with something. Yeah, especially, right, especially the opponent has been fighting at 130, because remember, to mm-hmm. me, right, Oscar Valdez is really still coming up to 130. Yeah. Of course, he beat, you know, the King Kong of 130, which was Miguel Burchell. Yeah. Speaking of, by the way, like, we haven't heard anything of Burchell. No, you right? know, I, I think uh, I follow him on Instagram, and, yeah. yeah, he's just kind of, you know, still kind of on his world tour, like, yeah. you know, going here, going there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I haven't too seen bad. too many of him... Yeah, you know, training right now. Yeah. Um, our our weekly uh, Oscar De La Hoya news. Yeah. Uh, you know, he says he wants a Floyd Mayweather rematch. Um, and also, you know, hey, there's been a lot of back and forth between him and Canelo. Yeah. And uh, you know, he was saying that he he would knock Canelo out. Yeah. And uh, also, other fighters and past fighters are calling out De La Hoya. Yeah. Antonio Margarito wants to fight him, and <laughs> as well as. Uh, the 160 pound Charlo. Yeah. 
we've talked about that, you know, when he made his comeback announcement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's got no shot at beating any of the top guys, no. right? You know, we remember what Manny Pacquiao did to him. You know, the Margarito fight would be interested. I, st- I, yeah. I think uh, Sergio Maravilla Martinez would be an interesting fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, it's like, come on, there's no way. Yeah. You know, the worst thing, you know, the, the worst thing about being, uh, you know, delusional is a delusional fighter. Yeah. And and so I think it's about the money, though. And I think yeah. that unfortunately or fortunately for him, right, he's still got the name. Yeah. And, he, and he's going to make money for that. But, yeah, of course, you're going to have people coming out of the weeds. Yeah. You know? And knocking out uh, Canelo, I mean, no way. I don't even. I don't even think. Uh, I don't even think De La Hoya beats Elidrum. Yeah, no. It, it, In fact, it, uh, he doesn't beat Elidrum. Yeah, he, he's forty-seven years old, yeah. and his, uh, you know, his best days are way behind him. Yeah. Um, Dillian White is going to fight in the uh, U.S. in September. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pavetkin also retired. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, they set a price for the Javante Davis. Yeah, which is good, by the way, on yeah. that, because they would have kept fighting until Dillian White beat him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, that is. fight would have kept getting made over and over and over yeah. <laughs> as the title eliminator. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. I think, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's good. No more Povetkin, yeah. you know, hopefully no more Dillian White you yeah. know, soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Javante Davis, they've set the uh, Showtime pay-per-view versus yeah. Barrios yeah. at $69.99. I don't know. You know who's that's gonna tough. buy that? Yeah, you know, that's, that's gonna tough. be rough. That's to, tough to get that. There better be a pretty good uh, undercard, or you know, maybe put Delahoya on the undercard. Yeah, that's overpriced. Yeah, that's overpriced because not you know again, right? I I love Javante Davis. I love the kid. I love what he's about. And I know when you you know when you talk to him, and of course remember who his promoter is, right, or manager, mm-hmm. uh, whatever his title is. But he's he's under Mayweather, right? Yeah. And so you know, it's all about the money and everything. Um, but I don't think he's there yet. No. I don't think enough people are going to pay $69 to watch that fight against Mario Barrios. Again, unless there's some, you know, somebody on the undercard that we're not aware of. Yeah, not, yeah, not, too, not too many people know uh, um, Barrios for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, Davis, you yeah. know, it's... Uh, not to pay 69 bucks no. for, man. That's a that, That's going to pay that for that. Um, Carl Frotch uh, and Roy Jones, yeah. they're in negotiations to mm-hmm. fight in Nottingham. Yeah. Uh, later in the year, mm-hmm. so uh, I think it's going to be an exhibition, but yeah. uh, we'll see. But yeah. uh, and Roy Jones also uh, more Roy Jones news. Yeah, uh, he's he's suing Triller because he says he still hasn't been paid for his Mike Tyson uh, fight. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. yeah, you wonder if that's true. Yeah, you, know, you wonder I, if that's true, or he was paid a portion of it. Maybe yeah. he wasn't. Maybe there's a balance that's remaining. You know, maybe you know? he was guaranteed a certain amount, but yeah, uh, he definitely wasn't happy with yeah. uh, you know what he was paid and yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, there's all kinds of rumors going around yeah. that, uh, you know, Triller's going to be out of the boxing game, you know, mm-hmm. probably within, within a year. Yeah. Um, even, uh, Jake Paul left yeah. and now he's, you know, now he's with Showtime. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were probably, probably same thing, you know, like yeah. the money was and, yeah. not what he, what he was told it would and be. And that was the one place that took, we were just talking about Teofimo Lopez, yeah. right? Remember they actually, they're the ones that gave him the, the 3 million. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no, we'll see if uh, yeah, you know maybe maybe they gave him COVID, you know, yeah. so they didn't have to pay out the purse. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, but that's it for the uh, for the boxing news. That's a lot, Rick. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot going on. A lot to a lot to digest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what is a lot to digest is the twenty four fights on four cards. Yeah. So let's cover those coming up next. Again, we'll tell you which ones are the we believe are the most competitive fights, which ones Vegas believes are the most competitive fights, and then which fights are the most intriguing that Vegas isn't even putting a number on. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Pacific Coast Boxing. Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado are back. All right, Rick. So Saturday, July 19th. And you're right. It's down to four cards because of the Teofimo Lopez card that's mm-hmm. been moved out to uh, to August. So um, four cards, 24 fights total, uh, four fights um, of championship belt significance, although neither one of those are going to be very competitive. <laughs> yeah. So let's get through it, Rick. What, what do we got? We've got, uh, we'll start with the ESPN card. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Las Vegas, and this one will start at uh, 7 p.m. Yes. And so we have the Monster Inouye versus Michael Dasmarinas. Yes. Uh, for Inouye's IBF and WBA Bantamweight titles. Okay. And so um, that's the main event, right? Yeah. And again, that's, again, that, that fight's not going to be very competitive, by the way. Yeah. Okay. No, no. So, so anyway, and that's, that's one. This card, by the way, I said that there's four championship fights that are taking place on Saturday. Mm-hmm. This card has two of them. Yeah. So that's one of them with Inouye. And then, of course, the other fight is the female fighter, Michaela Mayer, right, mm-hmm. against Erica Farias. Yeah, for the WBO junior uh, lightweight title. Right. Um, Which, by the way, um, again, if you want to know the numbers, yeah, Michaela Mayer is uh, minus 5,000. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that that's pretty much all you need. Um, in fact, okay, in fact, I think they didn't mess around. They're both at minus 5,000. Okay. Okay. So but, Inouye as well? Yes, yeah. they're both at minus five thousand, which means they're about ninety nine percent. They're predicting there's a ninety nine percent chance that they'll win. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're saying, right? Yeah. So on that particular card, um, right? But those are not necessarily. So what do you got? Well, what's the fight that fight fans should be watching on that particular card? Right? Yeah, for this one, it's the Adam Lopez Isaac Dogbo. Yep. Um, Ten yep. rounds, uh, featherweight. Yes, yes. Can't wait. Um, by the way, it was almost a year ago to the day mm-hmm. that we had an opportunity to chat with Adam Blue Nose Lopez. Okay. Um, of course, I remember watching his dad, Hector El Torero Lopez. I watched him fight in Mexico, saw him many times in the neighborhood. Big fight, really a kind of a crossroads fight for, for both of them, really. Uh-huh. Certainly for Isaac Dogbo, right? Um, he, just just to make sure level set for all the fans out there, he's the one that had the championship and then lost it to him, the great Emmanuel Navarrete, yeah. right? Um, lost both times, by the way. Lost first time it was a unanimous decision, and then the next time he got knocked out in the twelfth round, right? He won one fight after that against Chris Avalos, right? So this is a big fight, and then of course you got um, Adam Blue Nose Lopez, right? Who, who by the way, he's got two losses, right? Fifteen and two, both losses to great fighters. He lost to Stephen Fulton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who's now a champion, by the way. He fought Stephen Fulton. His only is what his eighth fight. Okay, eighth or ninth yeah. fight. And then, of course, his other loss came to Oscar Valdez, where he was literally like, like, literally like a last hour replacement. 
right? Yeah. Knocks Valdez down in that fight, by the way. Uh, of course, Valdez came back and uh, knocked him out in the seventh round. Since then, right, wins that war against Louis Correa. And that was, remember, last year. That was um, June. Really, when fights, I think that was one of the first cards, second card coming out of the, the bubble at the MGM yeah. Grand, right? And then he beat Jason Sanchez. Adam Lopez is never in a bad fight. No. And, and I don't think this will be any different. Vegas has it as even as possible, Rick. Oh, pick em fight. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much a pick em fight. I mean, they've got Dogbo favored, but not by much. Uh-huh. So that the, this is as a pick em as, as much, much as you can get. So, yeah, this this is definitely the fight on that particular card, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, you know, Dogbo's from Ghana. And you remember Sergio Mora said, you know, some of the toughest fighters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, the Ghanans, the Koreans, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget the other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I forget. I don't yeah. know where he was going with that, yeah. right? Where the heck he was going that, right? Ghanans, Koreans, and I forget who are some of the toughest fighters. Like, what are you talking about, yeah. Sergio Mora? Was he just picking, you know, races just out of thin air, right? Could have been. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, by the way, the best Ghanan fighter of all time that I remember, Azuma Nelson. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Um We'll move on to the uh, Showtime card. Yep. Uh, this is out of Houston. Yes. It's uh, Jamal Charlo versus uh, Juan Macias Montiel. Yes. For Charlo's WBC middleweight title. Yes. Oh, and there's another title that's on the line yeah. for that one, Rick. The WBC has announced that their um, very illustrious freedom belt okay. is also going to be on the line. Yeah. Just first, so I just want to make sure everybody knows because that, that's huge. First time they've ever... Uh, you know, broken that out. Yeah, that's right. So that's pretty big, man. Yeah. You know, that that's I want to make sure that people know, yeah, and that's maybe a little bit of extra incentive for both of them. Uh-huh. Okay. By the way, Jamal Charlo, minus five thousand. Minus five thousand. Yeah. Ninety nine percent on these. Ninety nine percent chance again that he's gonna win. So more than likely he is. Yeah. However, Rick, there's a very, very there's a couple of fights there, right? Yes. On that particular card. We've got uh, Angelo Leo yep. and Aaron Alameda. Yes. You know, a couple of uh, junior featherweights. Yes. And then we have Isaac Cruz Gonzalez versus Francisco Vargas. This is the one I'm – these are lightweights. This is the one I'm looking forward to. Yes. Vargas is an exciting fighter. You know, um, Isaac Cruz, you know, is is the up-and-coming yes. fighter. You know, I'm expecting fireworks, but this could be the end for Vargas. Yeah, so Vargas is one of our favorite fighters, yeah. right? So let's be honest, right? Yeah. Uh, we're pulling for Vargas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've had an opportunity to watch some of his great fights, mm-hmm. right, at the Fantasy Springs in Indio, California, yeah. right? Had a chance to sit and chat with him for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So just a really good guy. Probably one of the best uh, autographs of all time, yep. right? Because his nickname, of course, is Francisco El Bandido Vargas. Mm-hmm. Right, and so when he signs a glove for you, not only will he sign his name, but he will draw, right, a little figure of a bandit, yeah, right on your glove. Who awesome. else does that, Rick? Yeah, uh, who takes the time to be that meticulous with that? Um, but in all seriousness, right, we love the guy, he's had some great fights. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely, unfortunately, Rick, on the other side of his career, though, yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, yeah, he's got two uh knockout losses to uh Burchelt. Yep, and uh, yeah. you know, hasn't lost another fight, you know, other than that. But yeah, he hasn't fought since um, 2019. Yeah, well, he had the um, he had the fight of the year with um, oh gosh, Takashi right? Mira, Mira, right? But also that yeah, that was the Japanese that was the Japanese fighter. But also with uh, the the guy who beat Lomachenko, um, didn't he fight him? I thought- um, 
No, no, no. Maybe I've got the yeah. wrong guy. Yeah. 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 He definitely. Yeah. He lost to Miguel Burchelt. Beat Stephen Smith. He lost. Or yeah. No. He no, fought he him. Orlando Salido. Yeah. He he had dropped Orlando Salido. Yeah. That one. That was yeah. considered. And and by the way, how in the heck did we miss that fight? You know, yeah. in 2016 at the StubHub Center, which is now the Dignity Health uh-huh. Sports Park, right? But yeah, that one. Yeah. And so he gave us two fights in a row, right? Yeah. Um. You know, beating Takashi Mura and then Orlando Salido, two. Fights of the year, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. But think about that. That was six years ago, right? Yeah, wow. And, and then he got, yeah, and then unfortunately completely floored by Miguel Burchell. So I agree. Mm-hmm. That's a good fight. The other one on that card, Rick, is going to be a good one as well. Yeah. Um, the uh, Angelo Leo. Yes. Aaron Alameda. Is yes. There, are there odds in either one of those? Or There certainly is, Rick. Okay. There, cer- there certainly is. And, and that's that's why. Now, you're not going to like the Vargas odds. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it here, but the um, but that Alameda fight is a good one because Alameda, if you remember, he's the one that lost. I'm sorry, Angelo Leo lost to Stephen Fulton. Okay, okay, and that's how Stephen Fulton won the championship, and Angelo Leo lost it. Angelo Leo was going to fight Fulton, but remember, Fulton uh, had COVID, mm-hmm. so he had to wait. Leo's the guy that's just tough and rugged and and goes to the body a lot, right? Yeah, that's um that that's who he is. And then Alameda. So both of these guys, okay, let me just wrap it up. Both guys are coming off of their first loss, okay. So so that's a that's a big one. It's a big fight for both of them um, to see where they're at, right? Yeah. So that that's that's why that one uh, is uh, is such a big deal for the junior featherweight for the 122 pound. Okay, um, Alameda lost to Lewis Neary. Okay. Okay. So, um, oh, I do the odds. Yeah. So that one. Um, okay. So that fight, by the way, Angelo Leo's favored at minus 265. Okay. okay. Um, I thought they had the Vargas fight. They don't. No. Okay. Yeah, they don't. Sorry. Yeah, um, you know, but but both those losses were uh, by decision. So the, you know, this one. Uh, oh, know, they we'll, have it. We'll they see. have it. Sorry, I found oh, it. I found it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Isaac Cruz is favored at uh, minus six seventy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least not five thousand. No, it's yeah. not five thousand, <laughs> but but that's still you know the, the it's, it's it's still a still pretty, pretty heavy big, odds. Yeah. yeah, still pretty heavy odds. Yeah, but but uh, but on that card again, mm-hmm. right? That's the those are the two fights to watch. Yeah, right? and, and and this card starts at uh, six p.m. Okay, you know, so you've got an hour of Showtime fights before you even get to the uh, ESPN uh, fights. Okay. Um, next card we'll cover is the um, Julio Cesar Chavez Senior. Oh gosh, versus yeah. Hector Camacho Junior. Yeah, uh, six rounds. Yeah, this is a middleweight exhibition. Just think about that. Middleweight exhibition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chavez Senior's best weights are, you know, lightweight, you know, even yeah. lighter than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe 140, you know, pushing it. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that as well, 160. So, you know, there, there was a press conference and, uh, you know, the little bit of shoving match, the shouting match, you know, yeah. all for the cameras. You know, right, they, right. There's no way they're doing this fight. You know, Chavez Senior's got to be like 65 years old by now. Yeah. 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 There's, there's no way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's pretty ridiculous, yeah, man. That's pretty so, ridiculous. So know? this is on pay-per-view. This one yeah. also starts at uh, 6 p.m. Yeah. Um, not too much advertisement on this one, so yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see how well it does. Yeah. I, I really don't see it doing well because I just, you know, but, but who knows? You know, yeah. I could be wrong. Well, well, the thing is, Rick, it's, it's yeah. both of them. So not only is is senior fighting uh-huh. at 160, but the son is fighting at cruiserweight. Yeah, so you, you have... Uh, <laughs> no. The heck happened? Wasn't he a middleweight just a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. Cruiserweight, Rick. 
200 pounds he, is, what, not, is what that fight is at with Anderson Silva. He's just not very disciplined, and I think yeah. that's where you know a lot of his issues stem from. Yeah. Um, you know, so it'll be Anderson Silva. Yeah. I, I don't think this is going to be, you know, I think this is going to be a, just a disaster. Yeah. You know, with Chavez Jr., every fight mm-hmm. he gets into is a disaster, and, yeah. you know, he's fighting MMA MMA guy right now. Yeah. Let's move. Um, yeah, let's move yeah. on to the next card because that card's a complete <laughs> joke. You know, well, like I said, that's the one that's just completely insignificant. You don't want to talk about the Omar Chavez, uh, Ramon Alvarez. Yeah, no, yeah, Canelo's that's brother. Right. Yeah, Canelo's brother. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Who, who, who lost? By the way, who did Canelo's bro- uh, brother lose? Didn't he lose to um, Margarito? Didn't he? I, I, yeah, I believe so. You know, he in, in Margarito's uh, comeback. I think he beat him. Yeah, you know? hasn't had a, a, a great career. No, um, he even lost to this Omar Chavez, who nobody's yeah. ever heard of yeah. before. So this is the rubber match. But yeah, way. see, there you go. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> who would have um, known? <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 okay. So it's only because we're talking about every fight, you know, it's uh-huh. the undercard. So that's the fight to that's watch on that undercard. Yep. Yeah, Chavez and Alvarez three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. La eliminación, something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so yeah, awesome fight uh, yep. for that. Um, and on the zone from yes. uh, El Paso, El Paso, Texas, we've yeah. got uh, Jaime Munguia yep. versus uh, Zarameta. Yes, you know, twelve rounds, middleweights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, yeah, you don't you don't want to know what the um, what the odds are on that one. Not five thousand, but minus three thousand four hundred. Yeah, to Munguia. You know, and by the way, on the. Um, on the Francisco Vargas fight, mm-hmm. the minus six seventy is about eighty five percent. Okay, that Cruz is going to win, so it's not completely yeah. lopsided. Yeah, you know, and it's a name for Cruz to get on his uh, resume. You know, it. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, it's the last payday yeah. for probably Vargas, and and uh, you I, know, I wouldn't say last payday. You know, oh, okay. I'm pretty well. <laughs> pretty sure that you're going to see him. We'll see him again on that same. It'll just be on the other card. He'll be fighting on the card in Jalisco. Uh huh. Right. Right, either before or after the Chavez Alvarez th- four. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, also on this card, you know, that we we referred to it earlier, the Bechtemir. Yep. Versus Gabriel Rosado. Yes. Looking forward to this one, action packed yep. fight. And, yes. Uh, you know, we'll see if Bechtemir is the, the real deal. I can't wait, right? Yeah. So again, right, and again, forget about the um, forget about the main events mm-hmm. in any of these cards, by the way, in all of them, right? Um, it's all about the undercards in this one. I love this fight. Yeah. Um, Rosado, by the way, um, uncharacteristically, because he's been really humble over the last you know couple of years with this fight. It's not anymore. Like he's coming out and he's talking a bunch of crap to Bechdemir about how you know he's too young, he's not ready. Yeah. Um, and Bechdemir's not having any of it. Okay. First of mm-hmm. all, right? He doesn't really speak English very well, so he's just like <laughs> you know I respect him, you know, and I look forward to fighting him. Uh, Bechtemir, by the way, he's he's um, sparred with Raul here okay. in in Temecula a couple times, so um, Bechtemir is favored, by the way. Yeah. In that in that particular fight, um, but you never know. Again, Rosado yeah. showed up really well against Daniel how, Jacobs. How close is it? Yeah, let me let me let me pull it up here. This is on the nineteenth. Um, yeah, minus two thousand. Okay. For uh for uh for Bechtemir. So it's gonna be like 95 percent. Yep, ninety five percent. Yeah, ninety five percent. So yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. You know, he's favored big time. Mm-hmm. Bechdemir is right, but should he be? You know, does Rosado have one more great fight in him? Right, 
Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be a good one. And he looked good in his last fight. So, you know, that's we'll what see, I'm we'll saying. See. Yeah. We were expecting him to go in there and toe to toe, but he fought smart mm-hmm. Freddie Roach as his trainer. Right. Yeah. A couple of other good fights on that uh, card, yeah. title fight on that card, Rick. You've got uh, Ibeth uh, Zamora yep. versus uh, Marlon Esparza. That's right. For the WBC women's flyweight title. Th- yeah. That's exactly right. That's going to be good, right? Because I'm hoping that Marlon Esparza wins, if mm-hmm. nothing else, to help set up the, the rematch with Sanisa Strada. Sanisa, yeah. That that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, and then uh, the last fight, uh, Blair Cobbs. Yeah, you know, always exciting. Yep, fighting uh, Brad Solomon. Yeah, yeah. That that fight, by the way, and by the way, Blair Cobbs is favored in that one, uh, minus uh, six twenty five. Okay. But if um, if we had to say right, if we had to say which card has the most entertaining fights, it would mm-hmm. be that one. Yeah. Okay. Simply because you've got um, you've got at least three fights. Yeah. That are that are worth watching, right? Um, in, in our opinion, anyways, right? Because, I mean, you got Munguia, right? So it's uh-huh. always good to see Munguia, right? Yeah, Up and he's, he's going to hit hard and he's going to get hit. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And then you got those three fights. You got Bektamir Rosado. Mm-hmm. You got uh, a championship fight, Esparza and Zamora. And then you got Blair, the always entertaining Blair Cobb. Yeah. So that one actually has probably maybe the more entertaining fights. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let, let's just summarize, Rick. Okay. Let's just summarize. So the championship fights that are taking place, right? We said that there's four of them, right? Mm-hmm. So the championship fights uh, this Saturday are, um, l- let me set them up. So two of them on the ESPN card, yeah. Inoue against uh, Das Marinas and then Michaela Mayer, yeah. right? The Showtime, uh, that's the other one, Showtime at Jamar Charlos, Charlos WBC middleweight, yeah. and of course the Freedom Belt, <laughs> right? And then the fourth one is Ibeth Zamora and Marlon Esparza. So let's just real quick, from a time perspective, which ones start first? So I wake up Saturday. What am I going to watch first? Well, the DAZN card starts at uh, 1230. Okay. So the, you can get through the whole DAZN card, which is good. Yeah. Because uh, it might be the, the, the best of the bunch. For the specific time, right? Yeah. Okay. And then um, at 6 p.m., yeah. you know, you've got the Showtime and the Chavez Sr., um, pay-per-view, okay. same time. Okay. And then ESPN starts a little bit later. It starts at 7. Okay, so the two fights that are... So the, the zone, you can definitely watch that one. Yeah. Not, not, not a problem there, okay? And again, okay, cool. And then the fights that are going to be literally at the same time, you said the Chavez and Showtime? Yeah. And then same the ESPN thing. starts an, an, at, an hour at later. 7, yeah. Okay. Key fights, again, wrapping, uh, wrapping up the weekend, the key fights are... Um, Adam Lopez and Isaac Dogbo. That's yeah. probably going to be the most, the closest, the most competitive, Rick. Yeah. Okay. That's fight number one. The other one is Angelo Leo and Aaron Alameda. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good fight. Yeah. I know you want to see Francisco Vargas win, and so do I. Yeah. Not sure uh, if that one's going to be competitive. Not happen, yeah. yeah. But if so, if you had the wise of uh, it's Adam Lopez and Dogbo, mm-hmm. Angelo Leo and Aaron Alameda. Um, in Jalisco, it's going to be Chavez and Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. Just threw that one in there, Rick. Um, and then on the um, the June 19th, the, or June 19th, the El Paso, the DAZN card, that one, the close fight, probably Zamora and Esparza as far as the competitive fight. No. Okay. As far as the entertaining fight, I think Bektamir and Rosado. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that fight, because, again, you know, uh, Bektamir is, is come forward. Who knows what Gabriel Rosado is going to do? I can't wait. Like, that's... That one, I would say, for me, is probably the most intriguing fight that I want to see this weekend, yeah, as well as Isaac Dogbo and Adam Blue Nose Lopez. Yeah, and um, I'm going to do something you know I haven't done yet. You know, lock of the week. Lock of the week. Okay, what do we now, got, Rick? Now I'm talking about 
a four pick yeah. parlay right a four here. Pick. <laughs> that's unheard of we, right? we've got that's, that's so unheard many of. we've yeah. got so many fights you know the people deserve the four yeah. the four person parlay I, I i you know that would be great i'll tell you what would be even better if you had a lock of the week from each card yeah are you at least, are you gonna go that route well i'm i'm gonna skip the uh the oh. chavez senior uh okay you know, at, who knows what's going to happen there? Okay. You know, All right. It could be a complete disaster. All right. So who do you got, Rick? So I've got Inouye winning. Oh, great. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Michaela Woo. Mayer winning. Okay. Charlo winning. Okay. And Mungia. You okay. Know, all the main okay. events. All the main events, Rick. All the main events. You got three. Th- throw us a bone, Rick. Give, <laughs> give us a <laughs> non. Got, give us a non. I'm, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot right now, Rick. A non. I'm, I, and I'm going to even give you the fight, okay? Um, Bektamir and Rosado. Ah, uh, yeah, I want to avoid that one. I want to avoid that one. Um, I gave you the odds. I yeah. gave you, I gave you the odds, man. You yeah, know, he's, no, he's, that, he's favored big time. Okay, Lopez and Dogbo. You know, no, see, I don't want that one either. <laughs> you know, I'll take. Uh, You're better off with the uh, Bechtemir and Rosado. I'll, I'll take Isaac Cruz. Isaac Cruz, <laughs> forced to take one against uh, against yeah. uh, El Bandido. Okay, there you go. So five, yeah. five locks of the week. Yeah. For, for June 19th yeah. on a 24 fight card, folks. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, we'll be right back, folks. We still got the stat of the week. Um, as far as the welterweight tournament goes, by the way, we're going to finish that or not finish that. We're going to get into the semis next week. Yeah. We'll pick that up. Can't wait. Because if it goes boxing, we'll be right back. If it goes boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado are back. All right, Rick. I'm still getting over your uh, four, you know, locks of the week, man. Four locks of the week, yeah. Wow. And then the the, the bonus fifth. The bonus fifth. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, you went with all the main eventers, Rick. So not exactly, you know, going out on a limb, you know, with the minus 5,000. I think the combined... Uh, a percent average percentage of the fighters you picked was uh, was ninety eight percent. I think if you put you know? if you put twenty dollars down on that on that four or five uh, yeah. team parlay, yeah, you know, you're getting twenty five back. Yeah, twenty five cents. You mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you make anything on that. Yeah, you'll have to put a little bit more scratch on that. Um, yeah, I would be interested if you did try parlaying them. Well, you never know. But yeah. all right. Um, what do we got, Rick? What is the stat of the week? So I'm gonna go with uh, Julio Cesar Chavez because this is uh, his his final time that he's supposed to fight. Yeah, final time which, for which, this for this month. Yeah. So so who knows? You know, it, it probably won't be. Yeah. Um. But uh, he retired after 25 years as a professional boxer with a record of 107 wins, six yeah. losses, uh, two draws, mm-hmm. and 86 knockouts. Yeah. Um, he holds the record for the most successful consecutive defenses of world titles at yeah. 27, mm-hmm. the most title fights at 37, the most title fight victories, 31. Mm-hmm. And he's only after Joe Lewis, who had 23 of the most title defenses won by knockout, and he had 21. Wow. It's, you know, it's interesting because you, uh, you rattle off those numbers, and some of those numbers are like a career yeah. for most fighters, right? And yet yeah. that's just like one segment of it, right? What was the first one you said? 27 defenses, uh, fights in a row? 27 yeah. successful? Consecutive uh, title defenses. Yeah, think yeah. about that. 27 consecutive, right? That's some people's career. They don't mm-hmm. even fight 27 fights, right? 
Um, and a lot of that, right? So his heyday, when we talk about Julio Cesar Chavez, really in the 130, 135, right? Uh-huh. Pound uh, weight is where is where he kind of made uh, was where he kind of made his name, right? Um, you know when he beat Maldrick Taylor in that infamous fight, that was up to one forty. So he moved up to one forty at about in the late eighties, yeah. you know, because before then it was really in the uh, lightweight division, where I would imagine a lot of those fights took place, mm-hmm. you know. But um, yeah, pretty impressive. No, and just if I fought you know that many times, you know there were the years where you know he'd be. Yeah. Four fights, even as many as six fights in a year. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he really, and by the way, I mean, he epitomizes when we think, when we talk about Mexican style, that's uh-huh. what he would do, right? Yeah. Again, I've said before, right, I, he's not one of my favorite fighters, but it doesn't mean I dislike him either, yeah. you know? But, no, I loved watching him fight. You know, the, the ganchos aligado, that's him, yeah. right? Breakdown fighters with the ganchos aligado, they would eventually wear down like Maldrick Taylor did in that infamous fight in 1990, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you got the fights with De La Hoya that we remember later on in his career. Uh, I mean, he fought a who's who of everybody coming up in that era. Yeah. Right? He even fought, you know, he lost. This He was already older in 2000. He loses the Costia Zoo. Remember that? Yeah. It, um, you know, yeah. It, you, we remember the washed up, <laughs> yeah. you know, version of it. Right. Him. But, uh, yeah, no, he fought everybody of the era. Yeah. You know, of his era. Yeah. No, that's the thing. And when he was coming up, right, and, and you know, he not only would he beat these guys, but he would dominate these guys, which is why he was such a crowd favorite. I um, mean, I told you, I remember the fights um, against Mayweather, right, at the Forum. Of course, uh, Greg Hogan, right? Yeah. And by the way, that could have been another round five. He knocked out Greg Hogan in round five. Oh, wow. Right, in uh, Estadio Azteca with 100,000 yeah. uh, fans. Na- 1982, he fought 12 times. No kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it uh, yeah. right now. He fought twice in January, twice in February. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the way down 12 fights in, two, in 1982. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And, by the way, a lot of those fights in uh, in TJ, yeah, in TJ, which is yeah. why Greg Hagen said, you know, who were they against the Tijuana <laughs> cab drivers? <laughs> if you look at that whole string in 82, man, a lot of it was Tijuana, Culiacan, Tijuana, yeah. right? They were tough, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, and that's what he said afterwards. Yeah. Remember, they said, hey, what do, you, what do you say now? Remember, they asked Greg Hagen, uh-huh. now what do you have to say about the Tijuana Cab Fighters? He was, well, they must have been tough, Tijuana <laughs> Cab Fighters. <laughs> I like Greg Hagen, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, very entertaining. He he handed um, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez's opponent's father his first loss, mm-hmm. right? Hector Camacho. He beat him uh, for the first time. Um, and a very controversial fight, by the yeah. way. But, you know, they did give him the win. Um, wow, Rick. So that does it for round number five. Um, I tell you what, man, I can't wait to come back next week and um, and go through what happened uh-huh. on these five cards, right? And, of course, we'll see, you know, how your locks of the week locks went. Of the week, oh. Right. Yeah. P- pretty sure you're going to be okay there. Yeah. Um, but really just... Um, some of these other fights, like I said, the intriguing fights, the Bechtemir, the Adam mm-hmm. Dog Bay, right? Um, and then we've got, again, we've got some fights coming up after this, right? After the 19th, you've got some, you've got the Gervonta Davis, if you want to look out a week ahead against uh, Mario Barrios on the 26th. You also got uh, Vasily Lomachenko, Rick, um, yeah. a week after this, um, uh, fighting uh, Nakatani, right? Um, so those are some pretty good fights that are coming up right after this. Yeah. No, no, looking forward to those. I, th- I think it's, you know, 
boxing's going to pick up the, the the longer the the year goes. Yeah, you know we're going to start getting you know some of these fights, and hopefully we start getting the really really big fights that that, that we want. Yeah, well, and at least every week though, right? We're going to have yeah. some candidates now because every single week we've got the yeah the ridiculous twenty four fights. Um, this this Saturday, uh-huh. but then after that, right? You've got another uh, six fights, and and again on the Lomachenko card, for example, right? That's the main event, but you've got Rob Brandt making his return, yeah. on that fight, okay? And then you've got on the Mario Barrios uh, the sixty nine dollar fight uh, or a pay per view against Gervonta Davis. You've yeah. got Erickson Lubin against Jason Rosario. Yeah. And so we mentioned earlier that they better have some 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 good undercards. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. No, that's not going to get yeah. done. Yeah, no one's going to. But but for us, yeah. right, from a fight fan's perspective, yeah. that is a good fight. And and that is a big fight for Erickson Lubin, by the mm-hmm. way, right, who got knocked out by Charlo in, in the in the first round. Yeah. And then just a week after that, you've got the Chris Colbert fight against Gamboa, and then you've got Ramirez. So, I mean, really, if you look at the schedule, kind of you look at the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the roadmap for the next couple months, there's a fight every single week leading into the huge July 24th Fury and Deontay Wilder. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, every single week, if you're a boxing fan, you know, may not be the big fights, but there's going to be some pretty competitive fights Mm -hmm. every Saturday from this point forward, right? All right, folks, that'll do it for round number five. Can't wait to see what happens this weekend. I'll see you next week, Greg. I'll see you next week.